Hello, everyone, and welcome to a special edition of Horror Movie News. We are honored to have the trio of directors known as Roadkill Superstar RKSS, the directors of Turbo Kid, which is... Oh my god, it's a fantastic film if you haven't seen it already. And also, uh, Summer of 84, which is premiering this Friday. So, let's get into it. Let's not waste time. Let's go! Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. Oh, oh, what's that song? It's not our regular song. I'm li- oh. Yeah. oh, 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 there's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> The year is 1984. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Horror Movie News. Yeah. Uh, we are coming to you from the past because this is a pre-tape. Going on. Yeah. I appreciate you, man, because I don't got to get, I can, I can chill a little bit, man. The pre-tape, <laughs> a little more loose, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I'm all about that loosey-goosey, baby, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Woo, let's get into it. My name is Anthony Becerra, and with me, I have a special guest host. I appreciate you, Tony. Evan T. Mac, man. It's I'm an honor to be here, man. When you told me he was coming on the show, I'm thrilled. I said, what's going on right now? I appreciate you. You know when I knew you were the right guy for this job? Hmm. I'm, I was like, I asked you, like, I, want you to, I want you to join me on this interview, mm-hmm. where, and I need you to watch two films. Mm-hmm. And then one, and I told you, one was Treble King, and you're like, I already got it. I own it on Blu-ray. And I was like, my man. <laughs> my man. <laughs> but without further ado, let's introduce our very, very special guest. So... With us, we have RKSS. We have Francois. That's me. Hey. And uh, where can they follow you on uh, Twitter and Instagram? Oh, my God. That's the... <laughs> Wait, I think I have that's it That's what you got to do nowadays. You gotta I'm say <laughs> I think it's frank.rkss on Instagram. And you can try to find me, Francois Simard. That's my French name, obviously, on, on Facebook. But I don't do Twitter. I'm so bad at it. Oh, same here. <laughs> right on. And next to him, we have Anouk Wissel. Hello. And next to her, we have Jan Carl Wissel. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. What an honor it is to just be sitting here and talking with you. Uh, three brilliant minds. Hey, thank oh. you for having us. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Uh, really appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's do a little bit of a crypt keeping. Gotta, gotta clean this crypt, you know what I'm saying? So pretty much is uh, where you can find us. So you can find us at YouTube.com slash Popcorn Talk Network, as well as on our uh, social media page on Twitter, at Horror News PTN. Tweet at us, whatever you like, or right ahead. And also on our uh, website, PopcornTalkNetwork.com. And lastly, on... Apple Apple Podcasts, wherever they can be found, or wherever you get your podcast. You know, if they have a rating system, go ahead and give us a five star ratings or whatever the highest is over there. And uh, yeah, like five stars. Apparently, the other stars don't work. Yeah, five man. Yeah, you'll you'll get a you'll get a visit from Zeus. Five only, brother. Yeah, so five stars. <laughs> any feedback will do. That'd be great. And enough about that. Let's get right into it. I want to start off with a, a quick, brief uh, overview of uh, who you are. So you are based out of Montreal, right? Yes. And you are co-founders and writer-directors of the Triforce RKSS, which stands for Roadkill Superstar. And can I just, I just need to add, how did this come together? How did this, like, this trio, how does it come together and how does it work, too? Mm. Well, it, it, I met Anouk at her birth because she's my sister. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of liked her. And uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we met in animation school. Mm. Like, and we've been together for more than 18 years. We're an old couple. Yeah. Oh, nice. So I'm the third wheel, right? That being said, we, like Anouk said, we were in animation. We didn't go to film school at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just 
began to make short films just for fun as a group of friends. Wow. And uh, at some point, uh, some film festival wanted to show our movies. And uh, they asked us, like, what's your name? What's the production name? We're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, we, know, we need that, right? So after a night of drinking, we came up <laughs> with uh, Roadkill Superstar, which we thought was funny. It's That's great. Like our death metal bad name yeah. <laughs> but uh, now we're stuck with it <laughs> and the cleaner way is uh, RKSS RKSS because at some point we, we saw that the public likes what we do mm -hmm. and that gave us the motivation to continue and now it's uh, bec it's became our career so awesome right on and how how would you describe like your your style of film filmmaking um, is it like grindhouse or is it is it just like like slapstick gore fest cuz you you kind of teeter from being very gory and serious and also being very gory and like hysterical like it's hilarious like like evil dead opposed to like uh i can't think of any old school grind It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. House, but I'm thinking of like Planet Terror in a sense, mm -hmm. which was like recent. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's a good question. I, I, I don't think we have a particular style. We, we, we have a style of how we approach our directing and everything, but I think we, we want to keep exploring. Like Summer of 84 is very different than yeah. Turbo Kid. Oh, oh yeah. And we want to do a kung fu film. We want oh, to do a sci-fi yeah. film. <laughs> we, We'll see in genre. Like, I don't see us doing a hard house. Like, it's not us. Okay. But yeah. to do, like, to keep exploring, trying new styles. Like, we want people that in 20 years, when they see our filmography, to go, oh, holy, holy moly. <laughs> yeah, that was good. close. That good. was close. <laughs> um, Appreciate it. <laughs> they, they tried a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Right on. So, you, like, three separate minds, though, like, in, in creative ways, like, How do you guys come together? Because, you know, certain things, you know, personality clashes, things like that, you guys know each other really well. So when you're coming up with ideas, how do you guys, you know, you know, agree upon things? You know what I mean? You, Just, have, you have to put your ego on the side. That's right. what we learned a long time ago. Mm -hmm. When you pitch an idea, it's not your idea. Mm -hmm. It's an idea and we all have to pick the best one. Okay. And it, everything needs to be for the good of the film. Whatever you take as a decision, whatever the idea is, everything you do is for the good of the film. You want to make the best film possible. Absolutely. So ego is your worst enemy mm -hmm. in that situation. Yeah, okay. and we don't go into voting as well. So when we have a, an, an idea that, go into, that goes into a script or that go into our vision, it's because we fully agreed, the three of us. Okay. Yeah, and we yeah. spend a lot awesome. of time arguing and... Uh, on set we know that this is the best plan and mm -hmm. it's easier for us to explain and fight for our vision uh with the producers and distributors and like we already did the, right. the whole process together so now we're fully prepared wow. and uh being and, uh, three help for okay also we understand that making a film is a collaborative like we're three of us together yes. so we understand making a film is a collaborative effort right so if somebody has a good idea that it's not coming from us, but anyone on set, the producer or anyone has a good idea, then we, like, we ego would... to not 
Listen, like you said, yeah. like you have, you have to do everything that's good for the film right. at all time. Not everyone operates like that, though. That's why it just, it's it's very powerful to see you guys work together because that's how a lot of things end up on the cutting room floor, though. Mm. Because people like my, if it's my ideal, we're not going to do anything, or mm-hmm. whether it's director, producer, writer, or whatever. You know what I mean? It's like so if the fact that you guys agree upon an idea <laughs> and then run with it, or are accepting of other people's ideas, is I think that makes your movies that much more original. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's much more fun for uh, for the team for the crew. They they feel part of the mm-hmm. uh, of the process, and I'm sure that uh, if people have fun, if people uh, love what they do, it will show a lot more on screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can only imagine how much fun like they have because I, I saw some behind the scenes, and it looks like a <laughs> damn party. Like, that, looks, <laughs> that looks dope. <laughs> I gotta say, um, I want to get into like your your short films here for a bit. So you have you have about uh, twenty short films up on Vimeo, and uh, you can you all can find that if you just Google rkss.tv. Just look for the Vimeo link. I believe there's some on Facebook as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some of the ones that I saw was uh, Redhead, Red Dead. Demonitron, the sixth, or Demonitron, the sixth dimension. And then we have Bagman Profession Murder, I believe. And then the last one is, uh, or not the last one, but one of the most, uh, in a sense, I guess iconic was uh, T for Turbo, which uh, Mm -hmm. won you the ABCs of Death competition. So you you were, right? Actually, we didn't win. Oh, okay. We we had the most vote. Uh, from the public, Ooh. but we didn't end up uh, on the anthology. Like, if you rent ABC of Death, we're you're we're, not on it. We're uh, no. That's yeah. Uh, I wonder because the jury did not choose that. But we were so sad. I know we'll talk about Tears for Tur- uh, Turbo Kid, but uh, we ended up uh, winning more because the producer of ABC of Death uh, from New Zealand contacted us and he said to us, "Oh man, you were you were so close. You want." make the feature yes yes please but we said no and no, no. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't have turbo kid <laughs> no but okay so i didn't know that because i remember i i do remember seeing that the like, abc's of death and i was just like i don't remember t being for terrible somebody was just like they won they yeah just, just, <laughs> but it's funny i did i did watch that short film and you could see um like that kind of that that set piece uh was incorporated into the final the final uh and uh, the feature of the film yeah. mm-hmm. which is the most ridiculous <laughs> kind of things i've ever it's seen awesome, brother. <laughs> like the whole bodies on top of bodies is fantastic oh. i couldn't stop laughing Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah, so let's let's get into a Turbo Kid now. So it was, I believe it was released in 2015, right? Sounds about yep. right. Um, and uh, this is crazy because like the the genres it spans is action, horror, comedy, romance, drama, sci-fi. It's like everything. My yeah. God. It's got a bit of everything in there. <laughs> and beautifully made too. I gotta say, Jesus Christ, oh, it's gorgeous. Yeah, it, just looking at it is like eye candy. So this premiered in Sundance. Right? Yes. Right on. How was that? Um, yeah, the reason why it's such a big mixture of, of genre is that uh, we, because you can have all the craziest set piece of blood and gore and everything, but if you don't care about those characters, if you don't connect to those characters, mm-hmm. like after a certain moment, it's just noise. Like it's just, yeah. Yeah, it's just a surrey of gags one after the other. Like, so we tried to craft um, a love story in between that kid and Apple, and hopefully. And what we've seen from fans so far, everybody like jump in their adventure and thank God. Yeah, yeah, because the TS4 Turbo is just a fight scene. So we mm-hmm. had the concept like uh, Mad Max, but with BMX. And <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's a 
it's cool and it fits the budget. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, the main challenge was to, uh, like you once said, craft a love story. And I, I think we did a good job because uh, people really care for those characters. We saw like, I don't know how many tattoos the fans uh, got, the, 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 uh, the fan art and the cosplay. It was amazing. That's why uh, uh, we really feel the pressure if ever there's a sequel. So. Yes, and we'll touch on that a little bit later. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I gotta say, um, the the film has so much heart to it, uh, Turbo Kid in specific, um, because it's just like it. Well, although it's such a messed up world, like the humanity is grounded within the kid, and also the the uh, the sincerity and the uh, how would you say the um, the innocence within him, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, because he hasn't really been a part of like that. He's been on his own. He hasn't. He's not a part of like that collective of where like you see him go take the rat in like the earlier scenes, in that like in that space where everyone kind of like conglomerates there. Yeah. And it's just it's just fantastic. And also I want to know uh, Apple is that a playoff like Apple like, or is that just no? It wasn't intentional. Oh, okay. So, yeah. And we, like it's really strange because we uh, I think we we realized this at table read or something like that like very very late in the process so we had already like 11 version of uh, of the script or something and we just at one point we said oh shit we call we call her apple are we going to be in trouble can we get sued or anything and oh, we, yeah. so there was talk and we tried like changing our name but mm -hmm. then we were, everybody was attached to just apple, apple. because we're just like it works. It works. Yeah, <laughs> it works. Exactly. So. Yeah. When I heard it, I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right. But I'm we, down. We really want a fruit name uh, because I don't know if you know, if, if you ever saw the movie Cherry 2000. Which one? Cherry 2000. Cherry 2000? Yeah. Oh, I haven't. It's it's a, like a post-apocalyptic movie mm -hmm. uh, with a, a robot named Cherry and okay. we wanted a, like something to, cool. to pay homage to that. But we, uh, we didn't like it was not yeah. planned to but yeah. at the same time it fits like uh, yeah she's robot yeah. and apple shouldn't be angry like she's pretty advanced yeah like, yeah. yeah she's a friendship unit yeah, exactly. <laughs> right on and yeah so it went on to win roughly 24 awards worldwide my god yeah, so congratulations that, yeah. i gotta say oh, thank, thank you. you for your first feature Woo! how are you guys fire <laughs> you guys when you're making you're making a film and you're you, you love what you do like how how were you when you started winning awards though for like your your vision comes comes alive? It's a masterpiece in its own right. It really is. It's, oh, thank it, you. It, it is. Yeah. And like, but how do you feel when you like winning when you're winning awards for your vision and you're like, damn, like <laughs> it's like getting universally because everybody like holds like Rotten Tomatoes as gospel, man. You get like you like got like eighty nine percent, ninety percent. Everyone's like that's like like the holy grail of like reviews. Like, how do you guys take that in? When you, uh... Um, it's surreal, I think. Yeah, think we're very Canadian yeah. about it. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, we we take it with a little bit of um, oh, thank you, <laughs> because all you want to do is do something that people will love, and hopefully people like it. And when you win an award, it just tells you that you did something okay. <laughs> you guys are too humble. <laughs> oh my god! But it's good. Um, but yeah, so just some of the stars: uh, Michael Ironside, who plays the main antagonist Zeus. How is that working with him? Fun. Like yeah. we, we've become close friends. We went to just before coming because we went to Comic Con uh, to um, to promote the, the film, and Anuk was uh, animating a panel on horror oh, nice. over there, and. Uh, 
just before we came, he came to Montreal for the Fences of Film Festival, and we went to supper with him. So we we've become like close friends. He's he's an amazing, amazing man. Yeah, I was um, been watching it like my whole life. You know what I mean? It's crazy when you you're, you grow up with certain actors. You know what I mean? And like he's that he's that guy that's in the movie. Like I know that guy. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> so it's like I know that one guy. No, but like when when you um, get to work with actors like that, and you're you're presenting a script to him, like how do you? Did you envision? Did you, did you envision Michael, or you just? Yeah. We wrote the part for Michael. Oh, nice. he's, he's perfect in it. You know, he's just, yeah. he does what he always does. You know what I mean? But he, but he brings something different in that film, though, doesn't he? Though, like something just. He's he's a little more hardcore than usual in that movie. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but we wanted him uh, from the beginning, but we thought it was it would be impossible. Wow. Uh, but uh, I don't know how it happened. The the planet aligns, and yeah. we were uh, at TIFF in Toronto, and. Out of nowhere, uh, we were at a, uh, in a cocktail, and he just walked in, and we were like, <gasps> it's Michael fucking Ironside. <laughs> <laughs> and we told our producer, you need to talk to him. Like, uh, it, it would be you Butter would be him perfect. up. Butter He's him up. Yeah. That's and, yeah. uh, what our producer uh, did, he, she, told, uh, she, she took our, hand, our hands and just <laughs> <laughs> bring us to him. Like, like kids. <laughs> and basically just said, I'm a producer, I'm producing their movie, they're going to pitch it to you. And Ooh. she walked away and then we Johan pitch. pitched the movie. Oh, really? <laughs> Do you remember what you said? I think it's one of my best pitch I ever done. Hey. Like, so Adrenaline was on, I give the, the pitch. And he seems interesting, but we finish and said, you know, I, I don't do that shit anymore. <laughs> like, what? I'm a born-again Christian. I, I don't do violence anymore. Like, Ooh. oh, okay. <laughs> he said, I'm effing with you. And then they oh, took us in his arm. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, I absolutely love the pitch. Send me the script. If the script is as good as the pitch, I'm in. Ooh. So good. And he was in. So good. He was nice. in. Happens like that. So. You didn't have to do any like revisions yeah. or anything. You're just like, no, there it is. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. I love it. Okay. Dad. Wow, that's a great story. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like a born again Christian. <laughs> I was like, ooh, left turn. <laughs> and then also um, for your uh, two main leads or lead, and then like supporting lead, you have Monroe Chambers, which mm -hmm. plays yeah. the kid, and then Lawrence Lebeau or Lebeau, who plays Apple. Lebeau. Lebeau. Okay. Who plays Apple? And um, she's, by the way, a huge star in our province. Like yeah. she's a really wow. big actress. Wow. Like because Quebec has its own star system. Like right. we really have, like you know, our little. We create a lot of TV and movies just for our province. Wow. Mm -hmm. And she's a huge, huge, huge star. Yeah, so we're we're very lucky. She usually does drama. Mm -hmm. So uh, for when we approached her with the script, she was. She was uh, excited. Like, she's a huge fan of a fantastic movie or, mm -hmm. you know, genre. So she was, like, super excited. She awesome. she jumped in. And, uh, yeah, we're very lucky as well for her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she, she played. She, she Yeah, I was about to say, she <laughs> played it marvelously. Like, I fell in love with her. I was like, I don't care what you are. I was like, and that was also cool. Like, a cool theme of the, like, was that, was that something that you started the script uh, thinking about that? Well, not only like I get it's a it's a love story, right? It's, but it's also it's a love it's it's a love between a boy and a robot, and that kind of to me speaks that like, in a sense that in this post-apocalyptic wasteland, um, it I guess it just doesn't matter where love where you find love, and and like I guess love can transcend even um, a being and a robotic being. Is that mm -hmm. was that always in mind when you when you wrote the script and uh, made this movie? Totally. 
Totally. Um, not only that, um, Apple, the, the robot, really wants to um, to become human. Like she wants to be seen as a human. Mm -hmm. There's a Where scene. She eats and everything. Exactly. There's a scene where they're both walking, and she explains to him that she's broken and wants, like it, like she doesn't have any more hearts. Mm -hmm. She's going to stop functioning. Mm -hmm. And for the kid to understand it, rephrase it like stop functioning. You mean you're you're going to die? Yeah. And she says, and she, it could have been a sad moment for her, but the fact that the kids are As like a, a living thing, absolutely. yeah. She, she's like, yes. I'm going to die. Like, yes, like that's something humans do. do yeah. Like you accept me completely for what I am. So that's that that was there's a lot of moments like this that mm -hmm. we wanted to add in the in the movie. And also the way that she sacrifices herself, mm -hmm. like the fact that she's able to care for the kid or like, okay. you know, in the sense like robots, you don't see them as just following orders in a sense, mm -hmm. just doing their own thing. But like the, she's able to be like, no, I need to protect him. Absolutely. And that's why she takes like the cover on him yeah. and mm -hmm. whatever. Actually, even if she's a robot, she still has a, a soul. Yeah. So I think that's why the the relationship works. And it's so ironic too, because like you see all like the the killers out there who are just like the actual humans feel like they're soulless, feel like they've like just along with like the the modern world, like their souls have gone with the modern world, and like now they've been replaced with just like animalistic uh, na uh, nature and yeah. like a being of just survive and kill. Even he was even he was like that to a certain point as far as survival. You know what I mean? He he was you know he was trying to survive out there too, and then he all of a sudden he has a reason. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? To like wait a minute, there's there's more to life than just. Like wait a minute, here's, here's Apple. You know what I mean? Now, now I have to protect her, and now we can do this together. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, that loneliness is a big deal in that film as well. You know what yes. I mean? Yes. Yeah. You know? Oh, thank you. You you really love the film. See? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. It's, it's, I don't use masterpiece lightly. I'm telling you. No, it's, it's, it's freaking fantastic. Like, I love this goddamn film. I say, well, I sit my wife down to watch a movie. She's like, okay, he's serious about this movie. I gotta like, I sit her down. I'm like, all right, we gotta watch the movie. And she's like, okay, he's, this is not. I can't be on the phone with this one. So she sits down. So like, she like, sits down. Down, like in her seat, and then she's like, watches it. And I go, babe, and she's like, I love this movie. <laughs> so you see, see the look in my eyes, man. You better sit down. <laughs> Not have yourself on the turbo. You kid. listen, <laughs> yeah, dude. And then also, like before we get into summer, I want to talk about. I, th I think the violence plays a big role in the, in Turbo Kid, um, mm -hmm. the way it's portrayed and everything. And I was watching one of the videos that was sent to me, and I believe it was you, uh, Johan, who says. Uh, uh, we we'd like to entertain we we like to entertain with our violence instead of like not shock. Mm -hmm. He said something along the lines that it's 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 like Bugs Bunny for adults. Yeah, and that made me crack up because that's literally what it is. I'm just yeah. like, oh my god, this is like Looney Tunes if they could murder each other, like in the yeah. in the weirdest ways too. And I just gotta say. Um, what would happen if Wally Coyote couldn't actually like, just climb up of that ledge and yeah. just like splat it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I, and I would like to ask to to each of you like where does that influence come from of having like that really hardcore uh, gore and also but also mix it with such hilarity and and like just it's so because it's so virtually it's violent that's so over the top yeah, that you're just like, like oh my god but like, but you can't help but laugh because of how like absurd it is in a sense yeah. like where did that stem from it's like rated R like three stooges man I guess uh, we're a huge fan of uh, early Peter Jackson movie oh uh, like yeah. Dead Alive I believe Dead Alive yeah. and Bad Taste mm. uh, if you like that kind of Humor, <laughs> seek those movies. Yeah. And it's amazing. Uh, Sam Raimi, 
I was about uh, to say, boomstick. Yeah, yeah. love your shirt. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Carpenter. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's my guy. And, uh, and trauma as well. We, yeah, we saw a ton of trauma oh, when trauma films. What, okay, when we were growing up. I know. Like, when we uh, presented uh, Toxic the Avenger at Fantasia with Laurie Kaufman, and we saw Toxic the Avenger. It's been a long time uh, uh, since we saw it. Since we saw it, and we're like, oh, that's. That's where we got that gag from uh, Bagman <laughs> that we like the, the early ch- short film that we did. Yeah, I saw so that. We saw that uh, we were hugely influenced by uh, uh, trauma. Okay. I, I think yeah. like things sit in the back of your brain, and you don't remember exactly where they're from. And subconscious in your subconscious. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's kind of messed up to have like sub like trauma in your subconscious. So. <laughs> 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 and, and I want to add also uh, Paul Verhoeven. Oh, uh, yes. Ooh, we love yeah. Ro- Robocop and yeah. Total Recall. Right on. Starship Trooper with well, I was Michael. About to say, yeah, Starship that's, that's a Trooper. very underrated film, man. Starship, Starship Trooper. Oh, I oh, love Starship. Would you, would you like to know more? <laughs> <laughs> that's one of my favorite lines. I don't know why. Yeah. But the, <laughs> would you like to know more? But the violence you guys put in the movie, it's not like it's forced violence, though, because that, that, in that situation in Turbo Kid, like, that's probably what it would be like. Oh, yeah. for sure. It, it is like Mad Max out there. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's insanity. Oh, yeah. We're talking about, like, water. We're talking about, like, food. We're talking about shelter survival like it would be kind of violent wouldn't it though i think as far as we be, be reverted to our animalistic tendencies yeah so it's not like just we're just doing violence to say could do violence right you know i mean to put like the butts in the seat and sell tickets that's, that's probably what it would be so yeah. so i like yeah. that it's not you know what i mean it's not just there to be there yeah you know, it's just the, definitely justified justified yeah, violence yeah, and i love that though you know what i mean because we like violence and i'm a dude you know what i mean i like that kind of stuff but i was like that that's probably what i probably try to do mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't mind being zeus i was about to say like, <laughs> I, I, just, I wouldn't mind <laughs> i know i would be dead like yeah, I, I have yeah. none of that in me oh like I said I'm, I'm, I'm being facetious right now I'd be that guy like hiding behind okay. me like, <laughs> like I'd be like Turbo Kid would just that would never go outside that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious I'm talking big right now <laughs> yeah I remember like the first like like hints of like wait is this gonna be gory as fuck like like what? seriously yeah like, like when yeah. I was the first time watching I was like oh this is cool he's doing like the BMX tricks yeah, and everything I was like, like oh hey, this is man, dope this is like retro this is like yeah, my, I was like, okay, okay. I, 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 like, like 90s like right Anyway, I was like, okay, I get what it's what it's going for. I dig it. Let's keep watching. Yeah. And once I see him like look up and there's just three pike, three heads on pikes, I'm just like, wait a minute, <laughs> huh? <laughs> it's like, wait, how bad? Like, how gory is this gonna get? And I had no idea. No, Nothing could prepare me. And I was like, I love this so much. <laughs> but just so you know, we cut as at least half of the gore, half of the action Dang. that we wanted to do. Uh, obviously, it's a it's a movie like it's a small budget. Yeah. And we were like, we'll do it with any budget. We'll make it work. So every day uh, we cut, every day was uh, sacrifices. Uh, and I think because of that, the love story did uh, mm. like take a, a bit more place. And mm-hmm. uh, like we said before, it's good because people really connected because of that. Mm. Maybe we would have... Like people, when we say uh, that we cut half of the guard, they say, we wanted more blood? <laughs> Are you crazy? Was the director's cut? It's <laughs> one of those things, oh, man, though. I wish. It's one of those things, though, but with, like your development with the character, that's what people really want, though. They they say that, you know what I mean? They didn't want the gore, but the characters, when you care about what oh, happens yeah. to your character, that, yeah. that's that the best movies you've ever seen are those movies, even yeah. if you don't even realize it, though. Yeah. Like, you care if Apple dies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that yeah. really bothers you if she would cease to and exist. We you, actually had to choose, oh, sorry, between doing a, a gore gag, the effects is already done, it's there, Oof. or shooting the ending. So it, 
you shoot the ending, yeah, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, that's true. Apparently, <laughs> it's important to the film. <laughs> Apparently, yeah, endings, yeah. But you, you, you watch other films like The Thing from John Carpenter. Oh my God, that's my favorite movie that's of all time. Movie that's my favorite movie, like, that's horror movie. That's the number one favorite movie of all time. I see it like five we're, times every year. We're <laughs> And uh, um, you have all those special, like crazy, amazing special effects and everything. But the characters are so well written. Absolutely. That's why you go along for the ride. Yeah. That's why the ending of the thing is absolutely perfect because you know those people, you know the characters. It's such a brilliant film. I know, awesome. and also messes with you too in the sense oh, yeah. where like you think you know him, but then like psych, he's an alien, and you're like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, I th- thank you so much for that. <laughs> I, guess, uh, I love that he movie. Gets, uh, he gets, uh, he's salivating when I say that. <laughs> you say that, he's like, what? Well, well that and now, and now, now this year, uh, Hereditary was a big one for me. I don't know if you guys saw that. Not yet. Oh yet. my yeah. god, that movie. Can't oh, wait. Sorry, <laughs> I, I, I like black out and I just start spouting everything about it but like yeah that's a fantastic film I, I don't know you might I don't know it's a, it's, a, it's it's polarizing for sure but I, I like I it really brilliant. like brilliant like I, I know I'm going to love it oh man Ari Aster yeah. I don't want to read anything because I don't want to good yeah going blind yeah, yeah going blind it. a lot of people yeah. were really uh, let down because of what the uh, the trailer uh kind of uh, showed them and they're like it's nothing like this and they're like Dip. anyways that's neither here nor there no, yeah, getting, <laughs> getting back to what you guys saying I had a question about so like budget budget wise does does not having like a 400 million dollar budget does that does that force your creativity does it force you guys yeah. to be more creative would you would you prefer having a budget like unlimited budget or do you feel like your movies have more more texture more substance to them because you have to you have mm. to like, you know what I you mean. Have you have to, like, yeah, of course, to innovate. You have to like, kind of like Walmart the thing. You know, what yeah. I mean? you got to go to like, you got a thrift store movie. You know what I mean? Because I find it, uh, it, it makes it more mm. phenomenal. To be honest with you, but what would you, what would you prefer though? Um, I think both. I, I <laughs> um, we still want always a little bit more than than what we had on Turbo Kid because that yeah. was very limiting. But um, I think it made us better directors because we're smarter and think faster mm-hmm. to find. To find solution because, right. yeah, and not only find solution but find creative solution that serves also like the story and the vision. So right. it's always you have to keep in mind this at the same time. You cannot just like okay. fix it with duct tape mm. if it's sometimes we do, but <laughs> <laughs> but it still works. So yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you have to put the duct tape at the right place and the, at the right angle, and yeah. you know just so that it fits the 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 vision. Yeah. Okay. What? But we wouldn't mind having forty yeah, million yeah. to do. <laughs> what, what would that? So what would that do? What What would you get? What does a budget do for you guys? Let's say you had a time. Budget. It's um, all about time. Yeah, time. time. Okay. Time. Because like, um, so far we did two feature with a, a small budget, and uh, we'd love to uh, have the time to just. Comment on dit s'appliquer? That was French, by the way. To just uh, like to push it further. Yeah, like because sometimes we have time to do like just two takes, mm. and we need we need to move on uh, and everything. But uh, just to to not rush everything, oh, and okay. we don't want a, a huge budget, but just a budget that fits. It's the, the project, the, the, yeah. 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 Okay, and but but I understand that if you get an unlimited budget, it becomes like dangerous to just lose kind of sight of what yeah. you're going, and just like you can go crazy yeah. and do this. Yeah, but you, it's I think. I think because we lived through it, we would be able to, like, stay focused and just do it. And, uh, yeah, exactly. Stay focused. Like, have a plan. Like, whatever the budget you have, prepare, like, in prep, prepare a full-on plan. And then find solution when the plan 
falls apart. But Absolutely. be ready. Like, work really, really hard to be ready. Right on. Wow. And uh, be- before we move on to uh, Summer of 84, I just want to ask this quick, uh, this quick question um, to all of you. Uh, so it's still on Turbo Kid. It's just, uh, what was your favorite kill scene or uh, favorite kill that you, that you, that actually, that's it that actually made it into the film? That was a couple doozies. There are, dude. (laughs) Favorite. I think my favorite, it's, um, the disembowelment with the Ooh, bicycle. Bicy- yeah, because that one's good. When we showed <laughs> it in, right. uh, Turbo Kid played in Korea and we were there with the audience and you see the intensity of a scene, how, how hard they're, they have fans in their end watching the movie, how hard they're going like this. <laughs> and like, as soon as the gut started start, like oh, was being bad. pulled out, yeah. you could see it like, you couldn't see the fan. Like, so awesome. Stressed them out, yeah. <laughs> so uh, that that was that was fun as a director to see the the a, reaction. A different public that you usually see like react mm. to a scene. Mm. Yeah, I think mine would be the P. Oh, <laughs> just because, oh my god! Yeah, just because I remember on set, yeah, yeah. on set when it happened, and just like mm. it was perfect, like he he fell down. And the and the P just hit like the yes. sun. The sun hit the P like just on the right moment. I remember and it was that. Just, it was like it was, it was beautiful. It was, <laughs> so, it was like the P and the blood both shot up like a mountain. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I remember that. It was so good. <laughs> I remember like jumping up and down, going, yeah. "Oh, the oh P hit the sun. The <laughs> P hit the sun. It was beautiful." <laughs> Try to explain that to, to your parents. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'll go with the the umbrella kill. Oh yes, awesome. yeah, awesome. that was pretty great. <laughs> it's, it's one that we did uh, in, in Bagman. Uh, in Bagman, I was so to say, yeah. For that us, was, it was like it was so cool. Was, I was taking the umbrella in Bagman. <laughs> oh yeah, that's <laughs> right. You're like the, the gangster yeah. character. Yeah. So good. <laughs> and you're in that as well. You're yeah, like the, yeah. the main protagonist in that. <laughs> that was a fun one too. Check out Bagman if you guys haven't seen Please. it. It's about 19 minutes long. Trust me, it's great. We, we but, like when we released that like many many moons ago. <laughs> uh, like it was before YouTube was a thing. Mm-hmm. Like it was Google Video. Yes. And we had one million. Like we were viral before. Like viral was a word. Like we had one million view. Nice. And we have no proof of that because Google <laughs> Video <laughs> disappeared. <Yeah. laughs> no. That's because it's not us who put it on online. It just appeared there. Oh really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So wow. it was a... Dang. And That's that nice that movie is made like with uh, it's so DIY. Uh, like we did everything on, uh, we did the effects, we act in it. We so sometimes mm-hmm. we were in front of the camera, and the car- cameraman was the the tripod. So <laughs> it, 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 it's fun to see uh, that this movie <laughs> that we did in two thousand four it's still uh, it's, it's still in, uh, enjoyable. Right. We were so young. And so thin, still so innocent. We all were. All right, I think it's time. Let's get into summer of '84. So you guys are directors, of course. (laughs) And uh, I'm just gonna read the synopsis real quick. So it's summer of '84, the perfect time to be 15 years old and carefree. But when neighborhood conspiracy theorist Davy Armstrong begins to suspect his police officer neighbor might be the serial killer all over the local news. He and his three best friends begin an investigation that soon turns out deadly. <laughs> My God. 
Um, just uh, quick, some of the stars. Graham Vershear, mm-hmm. uh, who plays Davy Armstrong. He's our main protagonist. He's kind of obsessed with conspiracy theories. I also had like a, a, a rear window kind of vibe going on with yes. that and he's everything. A, he's, I a thought talent. Was, he's a talent. Oh, he was fantastic. And then we have Judah Lewis, who plays Tommy Eats Eaton, who he's kind of like the punk rock looking guy. He, he had like family issues that were like hinted at. And then we have Caleb Emery, who plays Dale Woody Woodsworth. And he is the... Uh, um, oh, there's a scene in the movie that goes uh, when he's driving the car and he's freaking out and he's like, "It's fine, you look 30." And how, how old is that actor? Like, uh, he's he's the only one that is like all of them are are actually 15. Right, they're they're the right age. He's the only one. He was 21, I think. At 21. The time. But he like, has a baby face. But we. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> but growing up in. In the eighties, I'm sure it's still the same. But we all had that friend in our neighborhood. That, no, we did. Yeah, he was like I'm an eighties kid. Like we did. We had that one kid that I don't know why he had like a beard. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why. The one he, that could buy beer. Yeah, and he, it's weird. He knew something. I don't know what it was, man. We all had that guy though. It's, it's so weird. Like in my neighborhood, he was called Big Matthew because he was like. Two heads bigger than yeah, us. Yeah, mine like, was John. His name was John Henderson. It's weird. That's why that kid was my favorite character. His name was John Henderson. He just he like had be like beef jerky all the time. Like, it's weird. It was in Alabama. It's weird, man. Man, hope he's doing all right. It's so weird, man. Always could get us beer. I'm like, dude, I don't know how you're. you're we're in the same grade. That's funny. That's so cool. You look older than my dad. It's true. How do you have a full beard? Let's see. Uh, moving on, we also had uh, Corey Gruter Andrew. Who plays Curtis Faraday. He's kind of like the nerdiest looking kid. Um, awesome. He's the one who actually studies in the library and everything. And, and he's we'll, a really cool kid in real life. Like, yeah. He's, he's not nerdy at he's all. He's like super fly. He's like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. I would love to see some behind the scenes with him. And then uh, we have uh, Tierra Skovbai, I believe. Yeah. yeah it was, you got uh, it. You Nikki, got it. who plays Nikki Kaz- Kazuba. And he's, she's kind of like the, the girl next door for Davey, like the love interest. Also, she used to babysit Davey. Mm-hmm. So you see like that relationship grow this up. That's his first crush for sure. For sure. And also, we all had that girl in our neighborhood that all the boys, like she was older. Yeah. But all the boys loved her. Yeah. Stephanie Lachance? I think it was like Patty back when I was growing up. I'm Patty? Obsessed with her. Oh, my God. Jeez. It's a problem, man. And then we had uh, Rich Summer, who plays Wayne Mackey, who is the suspected Cape May Slayer. And real quick, the film is um, uh, Gunpowder and Sky will release the thriller of Summer at 84 in theaters on August 10th, 2018. And available also on VOD and Digital, digital HD on August 24th, 2018. Yes. Catch that. And now let's go to uh, the theater. It's it's made oh, to be sure. seen, be seen on the big screen, and movies are made to be seen on the big screen. And like understand that it's an indie film, and you are able to vote with your dollar. If you want to see more indie films, we want to see more original stories. Mm-hmm. It's by buying the film. Prove to I'll the producer you. that gives us money because <laughs> they make the money. Right. That. This is the type of film you want to see. Yes. That's like you have so much, like the audience has so much power. Yes. So much power. They so, decide what's being made. Yeah, especially today in like social media, mm. the social media age, like they have petitions for like trying to get James Gunn back, like for like mm-hmm. the whole Marvel fiasco that happened. But yeah, I told, I, I, honestly, I love that of you that you said, Johan, because you said vote with your dollar. I never thought about it that yeah. way. I'm like, huh, that does make, like, me, like hearing that makes it more, in a sense, 
makes me want to be like, yeah, take my money. <laughs> I'll buy two seats just so I can like be have it no, to myself. Like, <laughs> that's true. Because that's what I say to the people that that I know that like pirate films, though. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. But at the same time, still complain about movie prices, and they still complain about the movies that they see. And I'm like, I'm like, but you 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 get free movies though. Like you 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 like you don't pay for the movie though. Like you are the problem. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. you gotta go watch the movie and yeah. pay for it. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's 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 literally that. Like producers, what they they look at is like because they're not necessarily artists. Like they hire artists like us to make films, but they they look at it and they go. Okay, what's popular? What's making money? That's yeah, even what's popular. What's making money? Mm-hmm. So, oh, that's making money. I'll put my money into yes. that type of film to to be able to get money back. Because they don't want to lose money. Like, so no, we're like, it's so, a business. Yes, yeah, so it's like, show business. We're the show side, and they're the business side. Wow. <laughs> and um, I would like to ask. Um, so it feels I read that this project felt like it was totally meant for you when it when it arrived <laughs> oh, to totally. you. Um, and I would like to ask if you could expand like w- what that what this project meant for you and um, kind of what you want audiences to take away from it as well. Um, I need to say just before that uh, it was uh, in 2015 we were uh, in LA for the Turbo Kid premiere mm. uh, and that's where we met Matt Leslie, mm-hmm. one of the ri- the writer, and he pitched us uh, his story. Like, and so far. Yeah, we love Goonies, we love Stand By Me, mm-hmm. we love uh, The Burbs, and then he told us the ending, and we're like, yeah, yeah. We you, you want to go there? Yeah. All right, uh, send us a script, and that, that like, we're, we're in, we're in, and there was nothing like it at that time in the market, and I'm sure now that uh, the, the success of It and Stranger Things did help us mm-hmm. to get uh, the green light. So mm-hmm. uh, we were kind of, oh no, they did it first. But yeah, 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 I was about to say. Yeah, but, but it's it, so different. Yeah, it's super it, different. Yeah. I was about to say, the, the, the effectiveness of keeping it at the uh, a certain thing at the end of the film is is really where it's like the, the cut punch. Because it's a, in a sense, like it's after it, it follows the story after the happy ending, in a sense, you know, mm-hmm. where like back then they would cut it off at a certain point, like this is it. But you guys keep it going. And that's when I was just like, that's when I like the real sinister tone like kind of mm. crept over me. Like personally, I'm just like, oh no, because like when 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 it ends when it doesn't end at that certain time where it's just like, yeah, everything's good. That's when I'm just like, something bad's gonna go down. <laughs> like something really bad's gonna go down. And um and then I just I just I just witnessed it and I was just like, like I could not believe. <laughs> Just, Without saying too I know, much, we can't we can't say don't too reveal much. the ending no. of the film, right? Tony. But, but I, I would but like to so you know that that's exactly why we said yes. Okay. We knew that this movie would be different mm-hmm. than the others, and, and it felt it, written for us. Like it felt like we awesome. written it, which so, was great. Wow, that's the thing because it's the first movie that we direct that it, we didn't uh, wrote ourselves. Oh, but we felt so passionate about the story that uh, we were those kids when we uh, grew up, and for us, uh, it was an easy, an easy pick. Wow! I think it shows on screen that we love that that idea, and like those four kids were a weird mixture of all of us growing up, mm-hmm. like and our neighbors and everything. Yeah. Me and Anouk were growing up. We had the Writer Digest Big Book of Mystery, mm-hmm. and we would hunt like. Bigfoot in our neighborhood. <laughs> so, so you guys related to yeah. like Davy and his conspiracy? Yeah, like, totally. Like, I love it. 
I'm a lot of uh, Faraday as well. I have to admit. <laughs> Faraday, oh, okay. <laughs> like eighties, like eighties kids, man. Like we, like you know, we like played hide and seek and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, like I don't even know if kids like kids play hide and seek anymore. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so it's really good to just see true. like it's. I'm serious. Like, no, like, it's true, like yeah. kids don't even go outside and, like play tag yeah. anymore. So no. like when I see a movie like this, where I'm like, man, that's what we did though. You know, I'm, we're not that far removed from that. But I'm like, man, that's like just going outside and just looking for Bigfoot and just yeah. I, I don't know making up stuff and just being crazy. Right. Him, like yeah. making stories up about the neighbors and like I'll, that that's that was that's was us that was me yeah. and my sister and you know we I mean? took playing I didn't seek to another level we took it seriously yeah, yeah. we were all dressed <laughs> in black and like trying to like hide our hands and everything and yeah it, def- it definitely shows in the film how like they uh, what do they call it manhunts I believe mm-hmm. yeah so like they, there's and I think also there was like that sort of mo- motif of like. Well, I don't know. I might be digging a little too much, but like I see the certain motif of like the the the, the father gives the, uh, the 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 comment like, "Oh, this Cold War is never gonna end. It's all messed up for like it's gonna be messed up for you, Davy, growing up." And then also it's like also the manhunt of like trying to find in a sense like this danger that's 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 upon us because of the Cold War that's yeah. like in in the backdrop of it. And there's like a weird like paranoia where like who can you actually trust now in your neighborhoods? Like who can you actually, oh, you know, like even the like and then the fact that um, the main suspect is an officer is like speaking like loudly about um, like even can you trust the people who are there to protect oh, you? Absolutely. Especially in this day and age, how like we see cops gunning down like uh, civilians out in the street. Yeah. Like it's it's remarkable how you guys are able to fit so many uh, subtleties like you don't have to like hit us over the head like hey look at this but it's just like hey here's that comment and take it as you will in a sense yeah and, and that's the we believe that's the right way to do it mm-hmm. like we did it uh, as well with triple kit we have multiple comments in triple kit but we we make it subtle mm-hmm. like subtle like you have to find it like if you hammer like propaganda like it, like religious views political views people like they pick up on that man and they're like okay hold on now like, like don't <laughs> teach me anything right like, yeah like, i'm here to watch a movie i don't want to question like if i'm a republican like you're, you're <laughs> right though it's true though like that kind of yeah, yeah you guys are good at what you yeah do. i think i think the best approach is like don't tell them what to think but give them an idea just don't tell them what to think but not have dire- them think, like just have, make them think, you yeah. know, exactly, yeah. like make them like, oh wait, what are they yeah, trying don't to don't directly like, tell them exactly. to be this certain thing? Because mm-hmm. to me, that's like that's directors that don't respect the audience. No, yeah. sure. that's directors just like, no, think this way. And I'm like, no, I, I, this is an art form. You, you present this to me so I can think what I want of it. Exactly, and you want to spark the conversation they're mm-hmm. going to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where whatever is going to go in their conversation, they might go with your own belief or something else, but they'll mm. have that conversation. They'll, they'll talk about it. And that's important. As human, we need to talk about everything among ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I just, I just thought it was, it was, it was just phenomenal how I was able to keep, like catch up, like pick up on that. I was just like, this is, this is great. <laughs> um, and also I would like to, I would like to ask you if, um, let's see if there was a, any like, cause this, this movie is so, so different from turbo kid. And different from like anything you guys have done, it's definitely the most tamest when it comes to the, the gore and violence. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to see, I wanted to know if there was like some sort of like a very difficult aspect uh, while filming this this uh, movie that you were able to learn from it. Like it was very difficult. Like oh man, like can't believe like we had to go through that. But on the other side, because we went through this, we learned this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? 
Yeah. I, ho I hope I posed that yeah. question right. Okay. But uh, not on this one, but on Turbo Kid. Okay. Uh, and it's something we learned that we applied on Summer of 84. But, oh, perfect. Uh, we we learned to uh, survive. And uh, sometimes you had only one hour to do the whole scene. And you, I, I have my whole storyboards with all the mm. shots. And, and we're like, we have no time. What do we do? Well, we have no choice. Just put the camera there and we'll do the whole scene in one take. And it's a it's a wonder, and that's it. And I was like, it, it's not going to work. Mm -hmm. And on Turbo Kid, you were full on angry. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I just threw my storyboard. And I'm like, all right. And then I, I saw uh, we were at the monitor, and I was like, yeah, it's working. But uh, Laurence and Mon Monroe are so good. And it was the scene at the video store when uh, she. Uh, Astral genitals. Yeah, she teaches the kid to, to fight. <laughs> oh, and, that's right. And the the scene is uh, different from all the others because of that. And it, it mm -hmm. I don't know, it becomes one of my favorite scenes. And mm -hmm. we're like, oh, you can do that. So it's a it's a, a trick that we applied on Summer Ready for because we mm -hmm. didn't have the time again, and we knew that we could get away. And sometimes it, the scene is super, is very good. If you just and even better sometimes yeah, it, it just it lets it, it let the movie breathe if I you can <laughs> yeah you you guys um I'm glad you touched on that you this film's like perfectly cast and the kids are perfect they are they're just they're just perfect they seem like they they're oh, friends forever they mm -hmm. they're, they're just good they're good you know but <laughs> like um having having brilliant young actors though that has to help though when you need one take though because yeah. directors can like want things you know what I mean but they gotta deliver it um what what's the process of going in and getting that kind of brilliance as far as actors goes, these, these, those, those young whippersnappers, you know, because they're really good. <laughs> they're um, really good. <laughs> we, we didn't have rehearsal before uh, going on, on production. So that's the great power of being three directors. Like, and uh, in, in between takes or in between setup, then it was rehearsal time. Mm -hmm. Like we would prepare the scene, we mm -hmm. will work on, on lines and everything. Wow. So when we would go back, everybody would be ready and those kids were professional like they they worked so hard so so hard and we uh it was so much fun i i think like a lot of people says that you shouldn't work with kids because it's it's hard mm -hmm. but it depends uh, on the kid though yeah true and i think the fact that we're like two three, three teenagers that will never grow up <laughs> makes it easier for us i don't know we we really connected and we really had a great time and it, it was it was a ton of fun. It was a long casting process, though. It took two months just to be sure that we uh, picked the right kid. And thank God uh, we ended up with uh, those four kids because awesome. they, they 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 had the whole movie on on their shoulders and uh, they carried it. They yeah, are, they are unbelievable. And again, with the schedule was crazy, so sometimes we only have the time to do two takes, and they would nail it the first time. So oh, yeah. nice. And uh, it, it was fun. We we played games as well. Like uh, at the beginning of the shoot, we had the treehouse, and um, we're doing a take. And uh, Judah and Caleb comes to me and says, "Hey, we have an idea for the take, not for the movie, but we just wanted a take for ourselves, just to have fun." I said, "If you nail the next one, if you do it perfectly, I'm giving you a take. It's all for you. That's you do whatever awesome. you want." And um, they did. They nailed the take, and then cut let's roll it's yours you do whatever you That's want so good 
we didn't use it because it was really yeah. silly. <laughs> but, it's but, gonna be on in the, the bloopers. Really. Oh, nice! <laughs> but okay. it was a good time. Like everybody laughed, and you need to you need to have a good time on set. Like making film can be stressful and full on anxiety, mm. but we're having fun. We're having fun every day we're there, and we want the actors to have fun every day they're there, and we want the whole crew to have a good time, because at the end of the day. Like Anouk said um, uh, in another interview, we're not doctors. We're not saving lives. So it needs to be fun. We need to have fun doing it. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Well that's that's a well great. Yeah. Great. No. Um, um, in uh, in some of the material that was sent to me, um, it was mentioned that uh, I'm not sure who said it or where it was mentioned, but it does say that the 80s was the best time for cinema. Um, yeah. Do you guys agree with that? And also, can you expand yeah. on why? I agree. Uh, obviously, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like we the the the, f the filmmakers and the studio and everybody just trusted the audience more. Mm -hmm. Like they were more uh, maybe creative and more uh, willing to take risk mm -hmm. as well. And just you know, we we like E. T. or no, you don't see that kind of movie for kids anymore. Like it's it's really it's a sad film yeah it's yeah. a sad film but it is yeah it, it just... that movie will crush your soul oh my god yeah yeah oh. i cry like a baby yeah <laughs> 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 but it will prepare you for life but that's that's what i was saying because uh -huh. i because i'm i'm like like uncle rico and like napoleon dynamite i'm like stuck in the 80s so like like i, so like, I was like i like listen to 80s music it's weird man it's just like shout out to my wife for being the same age as me because we were good but like, <laughs> like so like we were just we we're watching like adventures of babysitting like just a couple days ago oh, you know what i mean just mm -hmm. random like and i'm just like i, I say to her all that i go babe they couldn't make this movie anymore they just no. they just would not make this movie anymore. That pitch would be hard to like have saying. a studio like, to jump on on that like, type of film. Like yeah. weird science, like because that's one of my favorites of all time. They just don't make that. They don't make Big Trouble in Little China anymore. Yeah. Weird it's science, like, it's, <laughs> weird science is such a good example. What's the pitch for it? It's like okay, it's two only kids that use like, a Barbie doll yeah. to make a real like honestly <laughs> like yeah. and she teaches them about like life like in like just gr it's ridiculous. But she teaches them so much. Yeah, like, they like the line in the movie. He was like, I was trying to create the perfect girl but all the time it was you like kind of stuff like that i'm like they couldn't make this movie anymore they would they wouldn't trust the audience to make this movie anymore it's just a 80s like adventures and babysitting have you seen that movie it's so <laughs> I've, I've only seen the ending it's i mean so not the crazy. ending i've seen the opening like sequence where she's singing and i love it i don't know why <laughs> it's, i haven't seen it yet but i love that fucking scene it's, it's fun so good. bro it's just like i don't know and man. then he kissed me i was like yes <laughs> <laughs> whipping her hair i'm like yes <laughs> i love this i don't know why <laughs> i love horror but i also love this <laughs> but yeah oh man okay i just wanted to get that answer from you guys um unfortunately we, we do have to wrap up so i no, was i was know too short. i know i'm so sorry <laughs> yeah we have another show we have to get to and everything so again i would just like to say uh summer of 84 will be released on august 10 2018 and also available on vod and digital hd on august 24 2018 but you heard it from the directors himself go watch it in theaters august 10th this friday it's coming out find it in your uh anywhere you can find it drive out miles if you have to because it's worth it i'm telling you right now support the film yes support the film thank you so much um and also i just want to say um terrible kid too um we're writing yes yeah. Ooh. yes okay well yeah. after the, the 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 pro and the promo and all the press we're going back to our writing dungeon and, hey uh, <laughs> our, 
There's a lot of pressure with sequels, though, right? Yeah, yes, yeah. A lot. Terrifying. Yeah. There's yeah. so much love that the audience is giving us. Like it, the the fans are just amazing, so we're pu putting a lot of pressure on. It ourselves. needs to be good. Yeah. Yeah. As long as you guys have fun and just <laughs> yeah. love the process, we you know, will. I think whatever you give us, we will love and adore. So Thank you so much. No, I'm from at least from one fan. No pressure, guys. <laughs> <laughs> like, I hope I doubt that helps, but like you guys are talented, and um, anything you guys make, uh, I look forward to everything. Um, and uh, my God, pro to prosperous careers. So thank, thank you. you, thank you again, uh, Francois. Thank you, Francois Simard, Anouk Wissel. Thank you, and Johan Carl Wissel. Thank you so much Appreciate for, for jo joining us, and also thank you, audience members, for joining us on this special edition of uh, Horror Movie News. Again, my name is Anthony Becerra. You can find me everywhere at Tony B Tony underscore Tony with the B letter B Tony underscore and Evan Mac. Put yourself oh. over. <laughs> I let your boy Evan T Mac Instagram and Twitter. I mean, y'all know, man. Just I got like four hundred followers, man. Just give me like four hundred one. Yeah, four hundred one. Thank you again so much for joining us. All right, that's that's gonna do it for our show. Peace out, everybody. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.